Yeah, there it goes. Breeze. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Reset. This is Sturbert Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast about Twitter. I don't know why Jeff is yelling at me. This is her podcast. I just come in here and hang out every once in a while. Uh, we have our usually our usual host. Uh, we have Bearded Josh, the uh, bitter UGA fan. And <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Reggie on here. We have a special guest, Eric Robinson. What's good, y'all? What's going on? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? You know what's going on is that we're we're still trash. Uh, <laughs> we lost again in uh, Falcons fashion. The the thing that pisses me off the most, and for full disclosure, I didn't watch the second of this game because I'm as you see my name boycotting the Falcons till next year. <laughs> <laughs> Like when the, when the official Atlanta Falcons page tweets out a meme before the game with the Spider-Man pointing thing, like that's embarrassing. Like that already sets the tone for what what, what y'all are gonna do because I ain't watch it. But like when your own franchise knows that you're the joke of the league, what does that say? About and what do we do? We do what we're supposed to do. We we falcon ourselves and we do become the joke of the league, like we have been for the entire season, underachieving, underperforming, underplaying, and wasting people's time. So. Yep, rise up in the draft. So let's go. <laughs> I think when it comes to something like that, like I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's only a tweet because you still got to go out and play the game at the end of the day. But sure. you know, when it when it comes to them trying to wipe away everything that has anything to do with Dan Quinn and the last regime and stuff like that, or even with Raheem Morris in place. I really haven't seen a whole lot of change. I mean, the defense has played a little bit better, but this team still, for some odd reason, has a hard a hard time trying to close out a game. You know, and they did it in a fashion today that none of us really expected them to do. I mean, it's great Matt Ryan to play that bad. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll start with Jeff. What are your takeaways with this game? Um, what are your thoughts on, I guess, Matt Ryan's performance? And everybody can jump in and just, you know, give their takes. But uh, the timeline seems to be turned on Matt Ryan. Uh, there's a lot of people who want him to be sorry for the last, what, five, six years. But now they're really uh, turning up the heat. So, like, what, what are y'all's guys' thoughts? Man, I saw a lot of people talk about replacing with Gage already just off that one throw. Like, uh, unfortunately, I could only watch, like, a quarter. So I don't have much to say about the game, but everyone is turning on him and everyone is also turning on Julio uh, with his injuries. And it's it's weird to see, but I didn't see all of the game. I know Eric did and he wanted to get his takes off on um, Matt and go in and let have. So I'm going to let him just go ahead and get his takes off on what he saw today with Matt Ryan because he was pissed. I mean, you know, I... I'm I'm one hundred percent in you know in Matt Ryan's corner every you know every game every week you know I love him you know he's been a hell of a draft pick he's a Hall of Fame he's a future Hall of Fame in my eyes you know there's you, you're gonna have a hard time trying to find me criticizing Matt Ryan but today he deserves that criticism because he played like it was I I don't know what he was out there doing he threw three interceptions today two of them came within the last what three minutes, two and a half, three minutes of the game, critical junctures of the game. Both of them also came in Chargers territory when they were driving down the field to either get a, a field goal by coup or possibly, you know, score a touchdown. It's just, you know, they, they've they had these 
these moments all year where they put together a very important drive late in the game. Go back to last week with the Saints. Putting together a very important drive late in the game only to just, you know, shit it away, basically. And today was like, why? It was just a new chapter. Like last week, you know, it was, it was questionable play calling. This week, it's Matt Ryan throwing, you know, making bad decisions. And I, I was very disappointed in him and his play today. Josh, what are your thoughts? Oh, shout out to Marcus Sniffles. Yes, hmm. Duke Riley is making plays. Uh, look at that. He leaves the Falcons and he's uh, out here flourishing. Imagine that. He's 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 special teams captain. Like he's talking like he's like a defensive stop market. But um but yeah, um to pick it back, pick it back off of Eric. Yeah, Matt, I mean he played he played terrible. The 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 pick that I guess the the second pick where um he threw to Hayden, um had he pump fake, he had gauged right behind the, uh, the safety. That's probably that's probably a touchdown. Um mm-hmm. and then like the the first one to, to Calvin, stop calling plays like that if it's not going to Julio. Because again, something like that, you need a bigger body receiver who's gonna go up and attack the ball. I don't want Calvin for that particular play for something like that. So that's that's like a throwaway. It's like stop doing stuff like that. And then with the with the last one, um, not making an excuse, but the, whoever the right tackle was, he kind of got pushed back. And it, that caused a bad throw, which made the ball float a little bit, which caused it to get picked off. But, yeah, I mean, all around, every, everyone played bad, except for Edo and, I guess, Gage or whatever. But, um, but yeah, Matt, yeah. Can't have that. If you, uh, you go back to that first pick, though, um, if you look at it on film, he actually had Jaden Graham on the corner route. And I think he had enough because I, I believe it was a play action. So he had enough time to pump fake and get the safety to bite to count mm-hmm. and hit Graham over the top. Now, I know we don't like really drawing up plays for Jaden Graham, but he was wide damn open. Yeah, he need he he honestly he need to be involved as much as we involved um hurt. Yeah. But somehow we don't involve him. Right. So real quick, sticking on that uh, interception that was thrown to uh Winterstone to Calvin Ridley and double coverage. So you're saying that absent of Calvin Ridley, that's a that's a good pass, or you just don't want it going to Ridley? Because the the kind of stuff I see in the timeline from the crazy Falcons fans is that oh Calvin Ridley's wide receiver number one, he's number one wide receiver, all this nonsense. But that looks like a play that a number one wide receiver again, it's a tough play, but if he is that quote unquote number one wide receiver that everybody's like, oh, he hit a thousand yards a day, oh, he's tied with Travis Kelsey and, and, and DeAndre Hopkins, like don't mention him in those, those the names of those people if he, you're not expecting him to make the plays that those people can make. Because DeAndre Hopkins made that same play with like four people. Exactly. I guess a way better defense. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, I'm kind of curious on your thoughts of Calvin Ridley. You know, since you're the draft god, you know what I'm saying, evaluating these people. Like, really, what, what, really is my guy. Really is my dude. Ugh. He's a hell of a pick. But you can go back to Alabama, and he wasn't even making those type of plays at Alabama. He's he's not huge on making contested catches. That's not his thing. Um, that is the type of throw you make for Julio, not for Calvin Ridley. Um, and I, for one, and I'll say it right here, I don't believe Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver one. 
I'll be honest with you. Um, if they, whenever they move on from Julio, they need to have a plan in place because Ridley cannot be the main option simply because of plays like that. Those type of plays, plays where you get the ball with him in face and his after the catch ability is in question because he always, he likes to run backwards or he likes to run laterally. Like those, yeah, those yeah. are the little wide receiver ones don't do. Wide receiver ones get the ball, they go up the field get the first down. I don't I don't need you to try to cut across and run around sixty minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's that's the most nerve wracking thing, man. He loved going east and west, man. I'm like and, no, stop. Plays like that, like that's how you get that's how you get fumbles trying to run back exactly. off the middle mm-hmm. against defenders. That's how you get hit from the backside and you lose the ball. Um, you, you, he's got to be better in situations like that. So, yeah, I don't I, – I really – I appreciate what he brings to the team, but he's not a main number one guy. I'm sorry. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Reggie, what were your takes for the game? Man, I'm just going through my notes, man. And, yeah, man, I kind of figured what kind of day it was, it was going to be, but I, I still had hope. Uh, man, tackling. That's been that's that's man. That's been a piss poor. That's been piss poor since you know Dad Quinn has came to this uh, team, man. Even when he when, even when he got fired, man. I seen these boys like man. We just letting the running back bounce off of them, the tackles all day today, man. And that's that's one thing that stuck out to me, man. I just got irritated seeing that happen. There's no way. You should be letting these uh, – you get these uh, running backs in the backfield and, let, and still let them break off uh, four or five yards and possibly, you know, more because you can't tackle right. So that was a, a main thing that stuck out to me today too. So, yeah. But we're not tough, man. We need a toughness check. And we obviously not tough, so. Yeah. Yeah. I keep telling y'all I can do it. Like, I don't know why the Falcons won't hire me. I will only cost $100,000, and I will get that toughness on this team. I'm tired of my Charmin players. I don't need Charmin players anymore. We're just not good, man. Like, And and unfortunately, the, the fans just get themselves in a frenzy, like, with just stuff that doesn't matter. Like, and it's just like they ignore, like I said last week, everything that's right in front of their faces. Like, look, we're not a good team. We're not a good team. We need to do a hard reset. None of this, oh, you know, let's keep Raheem. Oh, let's keep him in here. Oh, Raheem, he had a chance to keep his job until X, Y, and Z. No, Raheem did not. I will, I will keep Raheem as a deep supporter. Nah, no, no, no. Do you not forget last week? Against uh, Taysom yeah. Hill, who can't yeah. even throw. I get that. I get that. But they had to meet this week. They played a much more talented offense, and they bottled them up. That was that was a pretty pretty good job today. Because because they have a dumb OC. Did you, did you not see how they ended the first half? They have a dumb OC. And to be, well, to be fair, to be fair, you're playing a rookie quarterback, so you, you that should, too. You should look they're, like playing, they're playing a rookie quarterback that was fourth in the league in passing. I understand. I understand that, but still, like it, the expectation should be if you're playing a rookie quarterback, you should be able to contain him in, in that type of way. For me, but we're the Falcons, so we don't do that. So 
I mean, it is what it is. But yeah. the reason I would say no is that, like, when you do a full reset, get everybody out of there. Like, I don't want anybody in there that's familiar with these players because that just gives them that. You're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? If you're, you're not playing good, maybe Raheem's going to tell me, like, I'm still good. No, I want new faces everywhere. Like, I, yeah. If they if they were to you know clean sweep make a clean sweep I'm fine with that I'm just saying if they right. wanted to explore that option of, of keeping him I would rather him be a defensive coordinator because think of it this way if you're a rookie head coach and you're coming into if you're someone like Eric Bieniemy or even Joe Brady you come into a situation like this and you possibly can have a guy that already knows his defense already has had this defense for a few years those are the type of decisions you make when it comes to making a strong staff. You already have a guy that's familiar with his players. Now, there definitely needs to be some improvement with personnel. There definitely needs to be some improvement with him as a defensive head coach or a defensive coordinator, period. But that would be a nice fallback option if you were a rookie head coach. I'm not saying they should do it. But I'm just saying, like, if they were, I wouldn't be totally against it. So I, I guess the, the your point is going to be like a continuity thing, right? To an extent, to okay. an extent, because I'm not okay. I'm saying that, but I'm also saying they need. To, I'm not. They need to improve this pass rush. Trap it, Tom. Okay. I'm not going as far as saying let's bring him back and run it back next year with the same guys on defense. No, they need to make a number of changes on defense. Definitely the pass rush. I would love to get another corner early in the draft if it's possible. Um, and definitely a, a capable free safety. So there's, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying just bring everybody back on defense next year. Absolutely not. Okay. But I, I would, he would be a voice in the locker room for that for that defense. That to me, I feel like they can work. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, I'm just the, I'm of the scorched earth mindset. Like, hey, cool, Raheem. I hope you get a shot somewhere else. But let's uh, let's get some new faces in this uh, organization to make some changes. So, but. I mean, we'll see soon. We only got a couple more uh, weeks of uh, Falcons misery to deal with. Three more weeks. Three more weeks, yeah. <laughs> uh, has the draft stuff updated yet? Because on the site I'm using, I still haven't seen us really move up any. Probably not going to update until tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. So it usually doesn't really update until like after the money maker. Yeah. Okay. So being that the, the draft is kind of your area of expertise, Let's just say, for argument's sake, the Falcons finish with the fifth overall pick, right? Yeah. You see that we have a lot of pressing needs. I think that some of the needs on offense or some of the issues with the offense can simply be fixed with getting rid of Dirk Cotter, like first and foremost, right? Absolutely. So if you're looking at it from that viewpoint, it's like, all right, cool, we got something going for us and we can get that going together. Matt Ryan. Hopefully, he does not continue to play like he's played this week, which is his worst game of the season. You could probably argue. So, like you said, you'd like to get a corner early. So, we have the fifth pick. What do you think we should do, or what would you do? So, two questions. What should we do, and what would you do if you were the GM with that power? You should get the best defender on the board. Best defender or best available player? Best defender. Okay. Because there's a possibility – the best available player may be Jamar Chase, may be a quarterback in that situation. Mm -hmm. I think they just need to get the best defender on the board. And even if that means getting a guy like Micah Parsons and reshuffling the linebackers a little bit, I'm fine with that. Micah Parsons is the difference maker. It's just getting the best defender on the board. I'm I'm cool with it. It doesn't matter which, which level, which position. 
Okay. So you wouldn't trade down. Ooh, I would love to trade down. I'm I'm never opposing trading down because this year is going to be a good year where they have a number of picks because of the comp picks. I think right now they have either six or seven draft picks and they're going to have roughly about three, maybe four comp picks. So they can they can walk into the draft next year with about nine or ten picks. Um, trading down would, of course, add some more, of course, add some more picks on the on the back end in the future. Um, and this is a draft where I think they can afford to trade down and still get someone that they really, really like. Um, it's not really – how can I say it? Um, it's really an offensive-heavy draft, in my opinion, especially early on. Um, but I think this is an opportunity for them where, especially with a new regime coming in, they can they can be a little flexible this year with the draft. Yeah, and I, I think it kind of goes with what you were saying, that with the people that make the choice of personnel, if we trade back, that's great, but if they don't hit on the picks, it don't matter. So hopefully right. we're going to improve in that aspect because right. we, we need a lot. We need, like, an infusion of talent. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we right. need many bodies. So. Right, right. So – um, yeah, I think taking the best defender would be the best option there. Now, I, I'm not going to close the door on it. I do think there is a possibility they may walk away walk away with a quarterback in round one. Mm. Round one? <laughs> round one? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I want to see the hierarchy of the Falcons draft quarterback. So, so here's why I say that. So right now, I think all of us can be in agreement where we say we're probably going to have Matt for, what, another two years? Yeah. Yes. Why not get a guy now and groom him for two years? Because that makes too much sense. That's why. Yeah, you it, know worked. Yeah. it worked in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. With Aaron Rodgers. And they did it again with Jordan Love. I mean, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, is a different situation because he's probably, he's one of the all time great ta- arm talents. You know what I'm saying? Like, and well, Brett, they, but none of us can sit here and say that they needed to take a quarterback last year. They didn't need to. That's they, fair. they did it. They did That's it because fair. they had that cushion, which is Aaron Rodgers. They can afford to do so. Um, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that should be the main priority for the Falcons, but if if Say if they were to walk away with someone like Zach Wilson in round one, I would not be opposed. I would not be against it because taking a quarterback, let them sit for two years. I'd rather go that route than for them to draft the guy and start him as a rookie from day one. I, exactly. I don't love that decision. I think teams do that a little too often. Um, and if you look at some of the team, Patrick Mahomes didn't start his rookie year. Patrick Mahomes sat. Deshaun Watson sat. Um it's it's not necessarily the greatest option, honestly. Um, and I don't want the Falcons to go through that because if you go to a situation where you're a rookie quarterback and your rookie quarterback fails, that can set the franchise back for a long time. Ask Cleveland. Cleveland has had a rotation of rookie quarterbacks come in from Brandon Wheaton to Manziel to even Baker. And they're still trying to get, you know, their legs under them as a franchise because of the fact that they haven't had a stable quarterback for I don't know how long. Yeah, same with like the Jaguars and things yeah. like that. Too, right. so. 
Right. Huh. Okay. I, mean, I, know Josh, I know Josh wouldn't want Justin Fields though, because you know. He's not. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not Trevor Lawrence or, or like you said, Zach Wilson, I, I don't, I don't want to touch him. No. Why, Why not Justin? Why not? Because he's black. No, 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 no. No, no. I want a legit question from y'all. I mean, answer from y'all. What is Justin Fields doing differently than what JT Barrett did, than what Troy Smith did? And what um, Cordell Jones did. What is he doing differently than those other four guys did? He's not turning the ball over as much as JT Barrett did. Ha! JT Barrett, was, JT Barrett was a walking turnover. Do you okay, but, but but Troy Troy Smith wasn't. Troy Smith wasn't making game breaking plays. He was the Heisman. But come on, let's be honest. Who really remembers the fact that he was a Heisman winner? There really, there really wasn't much competition that year. You want to go back? We can go back to that year. It's still no competition. What? We can go back to that year. He won the Heisman, but he was also what a six-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, won the Heisman, and then he was like a fifth, six-round pick. But my thing with Justin, what is, what is he doing against good competition? His best competition this year was what Indiana. Indiana. Really going to use this year over the year over. Okay, we saw last year. We saw what he did when they played Clemson. When J.K. Dobbs went out in the game, Justin was pedestrian. So now he's not a good quarterback. He never he he never was. Wow, see, this is, see we I don't know, Jess. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I hate black quarterbacks. No, no, he's Michael Vick. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good talent, but he's not what y'all think he is. Even when at Georgia, that year he was at Georgia, and he came in and mop up dude, mop up dude against Auburn. He didn't look ready then. Oh like, yeah, he wasn't ready then. Absolutely. He, he, he's not what y'all think he is, man. I don't want him here. I don't. Because he's black. That's why. That's why. He That's why he transferred. He transferred. <laughs> It which, I feel, which I feel was a smart decision because there's no way in hell you was gonna play over Jake. Jake was okay, but if you if you go, you knew what you was getting into before you when you signed up. Like you literally saw Jake take this team to the national title, and you think you gonna come in and sign over him? What sense does that make? So you did so okay, but you didn't oppose bringing him on though, did you? Hmm. You didn't oppose bringing him on though, did you? No, but at, at that time I'm thinking he's gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna play that much this year. But after Jake leave, this is my show. I'm thinking he's gonna come in with that type of attitude. Now that no, oh, you know he's trying, you know he's trying to get to the league. Man. I'm doing the field. I no, bye. Gone. He's just trying to. He was trying to get to the league, man. That's the reason why he left, man. That's why. Go, go to Ohio he State. Three guy. After you decommit from Pitt, go to Ohio State. Don't waste our time at Georgia. Yeah, he a three year guy. I don't think he was gonna stay around. For four years, no, no as, a, so. as a five-star quarterback, no. So yeah, so that's why I was like, I, I mean, like, like you said, I get what you're saying, I get what Josh is saying, but we all know that's the reason why. I, in my opinion, that's why I think he just was like, you know what? Okay, y'all gonna stick with Jake? Cool. I'm a holler at y'all because you know I'm just trying to get to the next level. So right. that's my reason, and that's you know, that's my just my little two cents. Right. So, I, wa- yeah, I watched I like three that. this year, Marcus. How many? How many did you, did you watch? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to put a put a bookmark on this conversation because what if I'm, I'm, the, the thing is, what's the worst that could happen? 
he could suck. Guess what? We'll get another high pick because we'll be sorry again. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I want a championship, man. I do not want to. I understand. Well, I understand that, but that's most likely not going to happen next year. Right. No, no, no. I get that. But if we're draft, if we if we if we draft Justin, we're not winning a championship anytime soon. How are you I would I would trust we're winning one with him than, than Justin. There's no logic <laughs> to that. What is we, the logic? He doesn't like that. Yes, Justin is balling in Big Ten, but again, he's not doing anything different than what we've seen from Haskins. Um, so, so Mary, did you? How much did you know about Zach Wilson before this season? I knew a little bit last year. Please lie to the people. No, lie I'm not lying. I knew very, I knew very little about him last year. So, what has he done this year against elite competition? I, 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 too. He he has a play elite competition. If we, if we want to do that. I mean, but you, but you will want him though. The best team he's played this year is probably Coastal Carolina, and he struggled in that game. Now, I, I love Zach. I do. I think he can. I think Zach can be a good quarterback at the next level. That's that's what I'm saying. That's all that I'm saying. I, but I don't think Justin will be. That's that's all that I'm saying. But why? But the, I think my point is, why would you say Justin won't? But you you're sitting. But you you believe Zach will. I mean, Zach hasn't played. Nowhere near the level of competition that Justin's at. I'm saying that Justin won't because again, he's doing nothing different than what we've seen that any other Ohio State quarterback has done for the last what 10, 12 years. He's doing the exact same thing. Put up body numbers against trash competition, and he's gonna be a first round pick. You just don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. No, black quarterbacks. He does not trust. No, Ohio State never put up any any good good quarterback. So, name me one. Name me one, Give. Let me find that episode that we did where we had to come to Jesus on why Josh hates black quarterbacks. And it, yes, it has to do with yeah, that. You know, you know, I pointed that out the other day on Twitter. Now. I, I, I caught that trend too, dude. Like, it's something about you being black. <laughs> no, I, I, love, I love I love this Watson. I love, again, Patrick Mahomes. I love Russell Wilson. I love Lamar. Y'all want me to like people like Cam Newton. He's not good. No, I'm not. That's, that's I don't get more excited. To look. I, don't, I don't get excited when a quarterback runs around with his feet for like 50 yards. That's so, not what is Lamar do? That what Lamar do? No, wait, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. I Lamar showed me something last year. Again, he's having a bad year this year, but last year he went off. That's why I, I say I love Lamar because of last year too. But Cam took his team to the two ball and one game. No, 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 no. Cam had a top, a top ten, a top five defense, like two all pros on his defensive team that year. It wasn't all Cam. It was, it was a team effort with Carolina. That's another misconception. With that team win the MVP too, because, because his feet. Did Lamar not have a look at look at his 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 QB numbers that year? They were pedestrian. Pedestrian. Go look at him. Let me ask you this. Do you want would you want Matt to have MVP numbers and we're eight and eight or have pedestrian numbers and we're in the Super Bowl? Don't you know what the answer is? You want to be in the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter what the numbers he no, got. I, I just don't want to beat it. I want to win it. That's the thing. I want to win Josh, the Super Bowl. Josh is for Kelly Lockwood. So, anyways, so with, with, the, with the draft, uh Eric, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the fans are kind of split 
with their mindset. And I'm curious to your thoughts on this. So, of course, like me, I know the team is trash. Mm-hmm. And I'm not particularly rooting for the Falcons to lose. Right. But if they do and we continue to trend up in the draft, I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what is your attitude towards the mindset of, I guess, quote, unquote, tanking? Because it's not really tanking, but it's like, hey, we have we have pieces on the team, like we said, with the offense, right? Infusing more talent is only going to help the team get better quicker. So like, what are your thoughts on us having a potential top five pick versus winning essentially meaningless games. I hate tanking. I hate everything about it. I, okay. I'm, a, I'm a competitor, man. I play I play ball in high school and I play some of my pro. I never hit the field thinking like I'm going to purposely lose today. I hate, well, I hate everything. And I'm not saying we are. We're just we're sorry enough to keep losing these games. But well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a, I don't expect them to win another yeah. game this year. Like this is their best shot of winning the game. Now I don't think they're going to go out next week and just lay down to the Bucks. They're yeah. probably going to play. They're probably going to play with some pride, but they're not going to win, in my opinion. Um, but as far as fans who want them to like go out and change points and tank on purpose, like, nah, man, you you not. Nobody's going to do that. I want anybody to sit here and say that they're going to stare Julio Jones in the eye and say, hey, bro, we got a chance to get a top five pick. Like, don't cast that ball today, please. Yeah. Not going to happen, man. These guys are, you know. A lot of these guys are competitors. These guys are millionaires, man. They're not going to go out there. No no player takes the field thinking about possibly getting a better draft pick if we lose today. Fair so, enough. Yeah. I don't know. No fans that think that way, man. I don't I ain't with that at they all. They ain't played, man. No, they was bench riding, man. You know how it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, man. And I feel you on that because, man, I'm a poor – I'm I'm a poor – I'm a bad – I'm a – Poor sport, man. I, I want to oh, win yeah. every game, man. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and if 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 folks, you know, hate that, so be it. But yeah, I I, I want to win because right. you know you never know. You never know when you'll be back in a you good situation. Know. So yeah. you always want to take advantage of the now, right? And, right. and I, I've been saying that for man too damn long, man. That you know, go even going back to the Super Bowl, you know, folks was like. Reggie, how you know? I was like, man, we need to win now, man, because you never know, you know, mm-hmm. what can happen. And sure enough, you see hindsight, what we see now. Yeah. You know, we looking like a disaster right now. Yeah. You know, we fell yeah. off in four years. So, and, and tell you how, how, yeah. So, you know, so I definitely agree with what you said on that. I mean, you can make the argument by them still employing Dirk Cotter that we are tanking because he's terrible. But I, I definitely understand the sentiment. <laughs> you definitely don't want to breed a culture like that of losing, but I just feel like the Falcons right now have no set culture. Like, they try to get the mantras all fast yeah. and physical and chop wood and all that but, bullshit. We really and, don't and, have and that's the mobility. And you, and you hit that on the head, man. That's, you know, that that – I said this – Couple of weeks on the show, man. That doesn't phase me one bit, man. You can you can rah rah all you want to, but it's what you do on the field. You know, we see, we the fans see what's going on. So you know, no matter no matter how much Dan Quinn said, you know, we fast and physical. That team didn't play fast and physical like we, you know, like he said they would. So we, yeah, you can't you can't test you can't just tell us and expect us to believe it, especially you know folks that play. You know, they're, they're going to say, man, nah, you just talking all out, out the backside of your, out your backside, man. You know, you're not 
out there playing like you said you would, man. You know, quit playing with us. So that's how I feel right now. I'm just like, you know. Quite honestly, man, that that actually that goes on in the locker room more than a lot of fans think. Like, you know, you're gonna in a season like this, you can, when in team meetings or in locker room huddles, like you're gonna see those times where some players are giving side eyes to certain guys because they know who's not playing well. They know who's not stepping up. They know mm-hmm. who's talking in the pregame, but when they're trying to snap the ball, they're not making plays. So right. you know yeah. that that goes on. That goes on quite often, to be quite honest with you. Like that's just I. Well, well don't the good teams have veteran leadership that holds people accountable for that though? Like if that's happening in the Falcons locker room, like who's going and saying, "Hey, man, you need to get your shit together." Like you need to play better. You need to practice hard. You need to study film better. Because we don't have that person in the locker room to kind of enforce the type. We don't. And I, I, for quite some time, man, I felt like that locker room had a bunch of choir boys. That sounds about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, there's some talent there, but there's really nobody in that locker room accountable. Not even to honestly, not, I can't even say Julio is because exactly. even to an extent, Julio was more of a he's more of a quiet leader, I guess. You know, he you, he leads by example, he doesn't really lead vocally, but there's really nobody in that locker room that's you know at halftime is going to get up in your grill and say, I need you to step up today. Mm-hmm. There's none of that, and that's that's what's missing, honestly. They got a bunch of guys in there that are just. They, they're they're quiet leaders. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we've been saying. We've been saying that on this show for what last few episodes. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's really, really, really annoying. Because in every other fucking college and down, you have um, leadership and people that hold their players accountable. Like I'm sure uh, Shoe Boy from Florida got his ass jumped. You know what I'm saying? People are probably holding him accountable for throwing that goddamn shoe last night. <laughs> so, like, not why is that? Coach. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't that um, happening in our locker, our locker room? Like, I know they're grown men and professional, but someone needs to step up. At least one fucking person on this team. They, they uniquely put together a locker room that has a collection of those type of guys. I don't know how they did it, but <laughs> I, I I don't know if that's something that is part of their pre-draft process where they look at players that are not necessarily those that are, you know, try to outspeak coaches and stuff like that. But it was it was interesting to see over the years how they built such a roster from the offense to the defense to where they have guys that really are not vocal leaders. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how they did it, but you know, you go look at Pittsburgh. Cam Hayward is that type of guy. Yeah. Cam Hayward is going, you know, he's going to let you know you're not playing great. You know, you go back, go back to the years of the Ravens defense, of course, with Ray Lewis as a vocal leader, Ed Reed as a vocal leader. Like those, um, those guys, even now with Calais Campbell, Calais Campbell will, you know, he'll, he'll step up in the locker room when, it, when the team is, is going through some bad times. But for, for years, man, they got a bunch of guys in there that are just, they're just boy scouts when it comes to to personality, man. And it's yeah. that translates over to the field exactly. where somebody needs to make a play and step up. <clears throat> Everybody's looking around. Everybody looking around. Yep. That's, yep. Yeah. 
that's what that translates to. Yeah, and I I thought we would actually have that that type of leader in D in Debo, like that year when we played the Rams. Him and when him and Neil was in that tunnel, and Debo was like, they got to deal with us. I'm thinking he's gonna eventually get to that type of leader, but like yeah. said, he's not. He's but Debo, he's he's had a a subpar year, like. But when he turns it on, he turns it on. Right, but but we need that. Yeah. We need that when we're winning and when we're losing. Like lead, again, this is this is a loss season. We already knew that, but still lead by your by your play. His yeah. play has been, yeah. Like he's looking like like you like can, you can do rally out there some, sometimes. You can tell he coasted a bit after that own five star. Oh yeah, he was like, man, this ain't it. You can you can tell it was in his play. He was wasn't running. You know, he wasn't hitting the hole fast enough. He wasn't making his freeze fast enough. He was, you know, missing plays that he normally does. And it wasn't the fact that he was really hurt or banged up. He's just, you, like I said, you can tell his attitude was different. Um, but ironically, it changed when Morris got in. I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that might be something between him and Quinn. I don't know. But ironically, when Morris became intermediate coach, he started playing a lot better. I told y'all it was a conspiracy. <laughs> I told y'all. Remember? I said it. Man, you know, at this point, man, that 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 doesn't that get tired tire, tiresome when you see you have to redo all this over again, man. You know, even can we can we say the same about the Smithy era? Did you did y'all think we had a veteran leadership there? But yeah, I mean, Smitty loved that. So, like, that I said, like, his first few I years. I mean, you know, had, no, no. Well, well, I was gonna say, we had Laurie Malloy. That was early, though. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But once once we got rid of him, I, I say we probably had that void of, yeah. I mean, maybe Roddy. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe. Roddy ain't great. But <laughs> I love he was a trash talk, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was a trash talk, yeah. <laughs> Roddy wasn't great yeah, to speak. Yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't I honestly couldn't say that they had it then too. Like even guys like Sean Witherspoon, you know, guys that you looked at like, hey, he's he's he brings that attitude, but I mean stay healthy. He's not matching up with his with his play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. But that and that's why I'm like, man, it's just it's just tiresome, man. We we have to do this after every coaching regime, man. It's like, man, we that's where we lack at stability, and, and you know, yeah. somebody got to, you know, just put a stop to it, and that means going up to the top, above the coaches and the front office. So you know who I'm pointing at, I'm starting at Mr. Blank. So I mean, you know, I'm not blaming him, but at the same time, he does have to have some kind of criticism. For these guys, man, you know, I mean, has, I don't know. That's just me, man. But he has to have some type of, some kind of blame for what has happened over the past few years, right? Like, I mean, thank you. Yeah, he, he yeah. can't avoid these bullets too. Like, it's just, oh yeah, no, no doubt. On, man. Like you, you literally ran it back after the team went one and seven last year. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> that stupid video explaining your stupid fucking decision. Oh yeah. my god, that video pissed me off so bad. 
you got to catch some heat too, man. Like you, you brought all this back. You literally said, I'm going to base my decision on the second half of the season and we're going to run it completely back all the way. But again, I kind of see why he did it because only because that, that, that run, that, that Super Bowl run, he saw, okay, Quinn took over the defense, yada, yada, yada. They, they started playing better. We, t- we take off and go to the Super Bowl. Okay, if I run it back and give him a clean slate with a full year, maybe he could do it again. So I could I could kind of see why he ran it back with Quinn this year. So but, but, but I, I agree, it wasn't smart. I like why he did it. I listened to a podcast earlier this week that involved you know Steve Weiss, and he was talking a little bit about the Falcons head coaching search and their GM search. And one thing he pointed out was you know, you can you can you really can compare the first half of Blank's tenure as owner to now. Now, the first half of the tenure, there was no tolerance. He, I mean, look how quick he got rid of Jim Moore. After Jim Moore took them to the to the NFC title game, he got rid of them, got rid of him very quickly. You know, he was when it came to you know Bobby Petrino and his garbage ass, you know, he he wasn't putting up with that either. But now he has a lot more of an emotional tie to the team and it translates over to him not really seeing the bad when it's quite obvious, you know, that was a bad year last year, but he still hung through with it for some reason. I don't know why, because he, to me, he just, he just couldn't find himself letting a guy like Dan Quinn go, even though, even though it was probably, it was probably the best decision for him to do so. Um, yeah. Dan Quinn does the same thing, man. Hey, you you can tell Quinn and Dimitrov, they were trying to do anything possible to not move on from Tack McKinley, to not move on from Big Beasley. Mm-hmm. They hung on the players that you these guys are they're bad. Like just I and and I think that type of attitude started from blank on down. Like they just they have this emotional tie to the team where they can't move on for some reason. It's so hard for I mean, yeah, but I, I I think the reason why Quinn didn't really want to move on from Vic initially because you got to think, this is my very first pick of my coaching, my head coaching tenure. This right. is my baby, basically, yeah. in a sense. So I don't want to move on. And the coaches have ego. So if he's saying, okay, I didn't, I got to cut Vic, then that's going to say, show that pe- show up other people that, hey, you were wrong on this pick. Like, and that, again, with a coach, that's going to – he don't want to look bad in front of his peers or whatever. Right. So that's why I say it, it took them a minute for them to be like, okay, Vic, you got to go. Well, sure, man. He had to really do that because Vic was making his own self, you know, not to go back on that uh, on that time, man. He was just making his own self look bad out there. I, I agree, too. He was. And then for him so, to turn around and give him that fifth-year option, like, that was unexplained. No, uh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> okay, man, anything to do with whatever – Manager, management firm, or whatever they was working with is come on, man. Yeah. Like, how the hell does he earn it? How does he earn thirteen million dollars? <laughs> didn't man, he didn't. People, what some people say, some people say he's gonna help uh, be like a youth minister at his church, <laughs> whatever church Vic is trying to start up. Man. But but to your point, do that without robbing the Falcons, though. I mean, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> To, to your point, I think Blank is kind of getting back to that no nonsense type of thing because even with his comments about the new head coach of GM, when 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 they brought up Matt, he was just like, "Well, it's up, it's up to them, basically." 
if Matt is still going to be here. It's not like him. He didn't know. Yeah, you're right. He didn't really tie himself to Matt. Right. Like you thought an owner would. Exactly. He, Especially the one that actually took you to the Super Bowl. Right. So, right. He so maybe he is turning that corner to like, you know what? I got to take out emotion when it comes to this scene. I look at it this way. I felt, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys probably feel the same way. I think the Dallas game was a fireball offense. Yeah. And <laughs> I get it. It was week two. It was early in the season. There's a lot more football to play. But that is that is intolerable, dude. Like, you saw what happened in the Super Bowl. They started off 1-7 last year. And then for them to lose a game like that against Dallas – and for him to not move on, it it, mm. it raised a lot of questions with me. And you know, the ball just kept the snowball just kept rolling down the hill for him, and then they end up starting off zero five. And at that point, I felt like, okay, if we see a change, it's probably going to happen during the bye week because that's something blank. He doesn't like the headlines. Right. I give him credit to the point where you know he he made that move after week after week five after that zero five start, but. I, I looked at him after that Dallas game and I said, man, what are you doing? Like, this is, this is, this is terrible. This is, <laughs> it is awful the way they're losing. They come back against Chicago the next week and lose that way. And you're still allowing this to go on. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, I had a problem with that. I really did. You just gotta, you gotta do those type of moves if you're an owner, man. Forget the headlines. Yeah. The headlines are going to come anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, man. If if he don't get rid of um, Rich, then I know something. He's he's yeah. He's got to be done with Rich. He's yeah, be, yeah. Um, I mean, it goes back to what I said last week, man. He, I mean, he got what he wanted out of Rich, new stadium. So <laughs> right, you know, is it now? This is the part where you can you can just say, all right. I'll holler at you, man. You know, I don't need you no more. So, so Rich's Rich's position as a president, it it takes away a lot of the on field responsibilities for him. Um, so I don't know if there if he's going to stay on board with Rich in that capacity because if you recall, you know, Rich didn't really deal with personnel. Exactly. Um, maybe he stays with that and just says, "Hey, Rich, you're the president." Let the GM, let the coaching staff, let them do their thing. He might go that way. But there is a growing notion around the league that, you know, a lot of guys may not want to work with Rich McKay. Um, and I can I can understand why. Um, he hasn't, you know, he, he doesn't really have a great reputation as a, as a GM, as a guy that ran a team. Um, and I feel in this certain situation right here, I think if you keep him on and give him a certain type of capacity where it comes to signing off on personnel moves, I don't think that's going to be a wise deal either. You know, if you're going to scrub the team, scrub the team from the top, man. Don't just <laughs> – that means Rich got to go too. Yeah. He got to go. got to go too. Look, that man. We've been calling him the devil. <laughs> hey. I don't I don't necessarily trust another GM and I hope the team realizes that also. I hope so too, because I, I, I just can't I need everybody to go. everybody is, is gone. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, the only person that, that may that we really don't know is Rich McKay. But everybody else under underneath that, if you're not a, a contract player, you're more than likely gone. From co- the co- entire coaching staff is gone too. 
Like everyone is going. So who are your who are your favorites to come in? Who, who would y'all want to see as head coach? I, I said Joe Joe Brady. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, you know, our strength is offense right now. So I was like, you know, why not just stick with that and get somebody who can actually groom this offense some more, man? Because, like I said, you know, that all our pieces are tied in onto offense. Okay. Let's just go that route. You know, we, we tried the defensive side for the last right. two uh, coaches. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't – at this point, man, it doesn't hurt to try anymore. Let's just let's just go for it, man. So okay. that's who I was going. Either BME or Joe – mostly Joe Brady, though. You know, why Joe Because Brady? I've seen – why? Yeah. Because, you know, I, you know, he studied under Champagne. We all know that. And mm-hmm. then, of course, seeing what he did with uh, – LSU and I was like, you know, before tonight's game with um, I was like, man, imagine him and Matt in the same, you know, running the offense. I think, you know, we could we could do some some special things with Matt and Joe Brady, you know. So that's why I was, you know, always on his board. So the, you know, so. the, the, the first time young head coach one year as an offensive coordinator don't scare you guys. I mean. I mean, we we, we got to start somewhere, or we're gonna get retreads, or or like again, I don't I don't want to go to defensive coach route again because we did it twice and we still could have filled a, a competent defense. So it's like how many like how many times are we gonna do it? Why not? Oh, okay, all right. Let me ask y'all this question: Are y'all believers in the fact that uh, I guess an offensive head coach, offensive minded head coach, is the better decision for a team? Because I mean. I know you can you can look you can sit here and say like hey stick to the strips but I mean I I, I would say yes in a sense because because again uh, the Eagles has coach what what was his name again Doug uh, Peterson Doug Peterson yeah does he have an offensive background yeah, yeah. okay. And we got uh, Andy Reid, Sean McDermott, and Buffalo as the defensive background. Yeah, but but again, they their offense just matched the defense this year. Like last year, Josh Josh Allen wasn't playing like this. So I would rather just kickstart our strength and just bring in the coach from there, like I, um Reggie just said. Brian, be, Brian Flores in Miami has a defensive background. <laughs> I don't know. Man. This, right? Like, I'm just. I'm just like I don't. I really don't see well, much. I think it's just. I mean, right. it's but, just, no, I get, it's just I get what you're saying, but again, again, Mike Smith, he came from the Ravens. We thought, okay, a guy with Airy, Ray Lewis. I didn't think that. I didn't think that. I was thinking, okay, he's going to get us a, a, a decent defense for a change. I, that's why I was saying I didn't think, okay, he's going to get us another Airy, Ray Lewis. I'm thinking, okay, we're finally have a, a decent defense, and then we got Quinn. We're like, okay. We're gonna get a decent defense because this guy just came from Seattle. Seattle, yeah. So it's like we keep going these this defensive head coach route, and it still flames out and it bites us in the ass. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that shit. Okay, (laughs) give me somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Okay. But but that but that's what it all boils down to, man. You know, I you know if. 
like I said, I, I mean, yeah, Joe Brady is my preference, preference, but at the same time, man, like I'm at this point in my in my life, I just want consistency, man. Like that's true. That's don't, it. I don't want to be. We we the Falcons are consistently inconsistent. I've been saying this for a long time, man. We, I don't want to be that no more, man. We 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 shouldn't have to be that like that anymore. So, I want a guy who you know, yeah. If it has to be an offensive guy, so be it. If it has to be a defensive minded guy, so be it. But from the top to bot- from top to bottom, man, I want. Uh, I really want a, a tough team, a team that's that can grind it out, you know, with grit. You know, I don't care about pretty wins. There's no, you know, it, it can be a pretty win, ugly win. I don't care. A win is a win in this league. Exactly. All I want mainly is to be able to say that we have a tough team, and then eventually, hopefully, somewhere down the road, we can host on Lombardi, man. That's And that's mainly my reason, man, because I really want to see how it feels to be a world champion. I know we all do, but, Listen. you know, we're not getting there with, with what's going on right now. So, yeah, if it's a guy that can actually go out there, manage the clock, put his players in best position, right. you know, get off the field on third down, I'm with you, man. I don't care who. Just I just want. I just want to win. Like I'm like win now, right? Been like that for a while. So look, yeah. when we ever win a Lombardi, even if I'm 80 fucking years old, there is a high chance I will go streaking down Northside Drive. Nobody's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see that, man. <laughs> I would call the police myself. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to see that. But yeah, I just feel like we just against the clock, man. Like I said, it goes back to me. To me, that went back to me going back to Super Bowl year. You know, folks thought I was crazy. It's like, right. man, nah. You know, we we. You know, you just. I just got a gut feeling, man. We. You know, is is it's just stuff that's gonna happen. That I mean. I'm not talking crazy or nothing. I'm just saying, you know, we don't know where we'll be in the next two, three years. So, like, let's just go ahead and and, and get the ball rolling. So that's just my philosophy, man. You were correct. But some fucking loser decided to lose it all for us for a quarterback that he, that's injured right now. No, he, he, he benched him. He benched him. He he's not injured. He just benched him. Well, good. Ass too. Everything you did to us is gonna come back to you tenfold. Yeah. You fucking bastard. And he lost again today. In these streets. Y'all really have it out for Kyle. Yes. Fuck he you. Cannot, he cannot come to the state of Georgia anymore. I don't care if he has a game here. He cannot come here. Beat his ass. And whoever comes, so who's more welcome, him or Bobby Petrino? <laughs> oh man! I'll take Shan- Shanahan is welcome. I, I know Josh and, and Lethal no. are nope. are against it, nope. but no, nope. Bobby Petrino cannot step across cannot cross any Georgia line, man. Kick my ass, man. Bobby, 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 yeah, Bobby can take a Super Bowl and then just all of a sudden start calling bullshit. Man, so Bobby Trino will always stand in the locker room and say, "Hey, bro, I'm leaving." Yeah, that that that's and, a something. And, move and, to and me, man, so. He didn't do the same thing. 
Shanahan took a job after a great year. Great year, yeah. That's what offensive coordinators do. No, 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 no. That's what offensive coordinators that that come here do. They they get one or two good years with Matt, then they just run and they off. Leave us. You know, next Stop but using Matt. But, but you know, Shanahan been trying to be a head coach for a while, though. For a long time. He's trying to follow him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. If, honestly, if he played his cards right, he could have he could have been coaching this head coach of the of the scene. <laughs> hey, man. If they would have won the Super Bowl, Quinn would have had a statue downtown, and he would have been the coach for the next. Yeah, he would have got a lifetime. They would have never yeah. got rid of him. Yep, it would have got a lifetime extension. Yep, exactly. Just like yeah, it would never got. I don't blame Shanny, but for so. a head coach to write a letter to players and saying I'm leaving in Arkansas, <laughs> bro, like no, that I that rubbed me the wrong way. I can't stand him. He, wait, 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 but but not not Shannon saying, oh, I didn't want to run the ball because I didn't like the way Free was hitting the hole. That that don't rub you the wrong oh. way. Oh, I'm mad. No, I'm upset about that. And losing a playbook. <laughs> Who loses the playbook? Well, well still, though, no, even though we, he lost we, it, we put uh, 28 points on it. Wait, wait. No, no, we put 21. We put 21 because Robert had to pick six. And then on top of that, well, not only does he lose the playbook, he go, after after we lose that game, this man goes and meet up with Bill Jake two, three weeks later to go over what he did wrong in that game. Like, who the fuck does that? Uh, I mean, I, I now that part I agree. I mean, that you know what you but, did wrong, but I was spitting yeah, in their faces but like everything. But still, I, Shanahan is. Shanahan can go to hell. I'll <laughs> quit a job in that some form of fashion. I mean, I've written emails and letters. Let me let me hush because I'm applying for jobs right now. But then again, you know, this, this is different. You know, the league is is different, man. You know, everybody can't. You know, you can't compare these to average Joe jobs. So he didn't even ride out the entire season. He he, he did it. He he final three. We 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 get we. I understand that he's a quitter. But for the fact that all the BS that Shanahan did towards the end of his career here, that that I I, I can't rock with that. I cannot. You like Lethal, like Lethal said, you lose your playbook on, on media night. You you meet up with the coach that that just that that handed you the 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 biggest choke job in Super Bowl history <laughs> to go over what you did wrong. And on top of that. It wasn't like Shanahan wasn't gonna get eventually get a head coaching job. He was gonna get one if he stick if he stuck with Matt and Julio. You're gonna get a head coaching job because that that's what they do. Matt and Julio are gonna give you a head coaching job. They did it for Dirk. They did it for uh for um for uh, well not Julio but Matt did it for Mike Malarkey. You're gonna get a head coaching job. Just stick it out, win a championship, and stick it out for a few for a few years, and then jet off. That's all that I'm saying. Well. Yeah, yeah, Shanahan gets blamed, but also the guy who who uh, who, who hired him, added him on to his uh, roster. I mean, you heard. I'm pretty sure you heard the same call as uh as Shanahan was giving it out. Man, you could have did a better job. Then that's where 
the end for Dan Quinn came with me, man. Because I was like, man, you know, you could have override, you could have overread that, man. The head coach, the head coach that has never stepped in and said, "Hey, that's not what we're doing." Yeah, that's why I say <laughs> you, you, wait, wait, you can't. But again, with that, if I'm high, if I hire you to do a, a particular job, why do I need to override you? This is but, the situation. Yeah, and you see, and you point. see. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you to you again, like you said, you you put up 21 points. We balling, we killing these boys. I'm trusting you to continue Gosh. to do what you're doing. Gosh. But, but at the same time, though, man. You situational. If you are OC and I'm the head coach and we're in the Super Bowl and you calling BS plays, I'm coming to you. I'm saying, yeah. bro, run the football. Go again, bro. I don't yeah. care what you want to call. Run the football. If if my quarterback is saying that, why do I need to come and reiterate what he's saying to you already? But yeah. you hear your, you hear the quarterback saying, "Why are we running the ball?" And then, but you know, it's a trickle. It's a trickle down effect, though, because Matt says, "What? No, I'm saying, here is Matt Ryan. Why are we running the ball? Why does Quinn need to come to Shanahan and say, oh, we need to run the ball?' If if we hear the quarterback saying, "Why are we running the ball?'" Because obviously they wasn't running the ball, so I guess he needed to hear a second voice saying, "Bruh." <laughs> <laughs> he said a second voice. Nah, man. If I got, if I got man. If I got take the playbook out your hand and take your headset off, I will. But yeah, run the damn football. I'm the head coach. Yeah, this is gonna be that one game where I'm gonna step on your toes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you, you did. You let you got them this far. But you see everything messing up, like starting, and you see the Patriots have the momentum. So why are you still oh, trying to, to he, stop? And you know, defense getting tired. Hey, tired, you know, yeah. if I'm Dan, like, I've become the offensive coordinator. Give me the playbook. I got it. I'll yeah. call it me on out. Remember <laughs> football? Like it's. I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's why I say, you know, yeah, everybody hates Shanahan for it, but at the same time, it goes above him too. Like you know, you gotta as a head coach. Sometimes you're gonna have to just use that overrule, override power, man. Especially like Eric said, in a situation as this, this is the biggest game of your uh, of your life. You but know? but that's, so. that, that's, what, that's what makes the, the the whole thing even more crazy. Because again, it's like Shanahan is this genius when it comes to offense, but when it comes to situational football, you can't. Just run the fucking ball to, to milk this clock. In the most basic aspect of this game, you can do thing. And that's probably why he did it in San Francisco, because he had nobody tell him no. So No, that's what he is. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a choker. He's a choker. <laughs> and it rubs off on us. Hey, but at the same time, man, you know, like Eric said, going back, the defense is, is gas, man. There's no need to go out there and do a quick three and out. I agree. So at some point, you got to look at the clock and see, and you know, you got to keep a mental, a mental image in your in your head, man, as as to where you are in the game. Like, yeah, man, my defense out there just what I'm gasping saying. for air, man. Yeah, that's all. I mean, but that's all Even. it boils down to, and that and that's why I said Dan Quinn had to go, and of course Shanahan was leaving by default. So even as a as, a, as an expiring head coach like him, like. Those are the little things you should be looking at to see. Like, yeah. Like, okay, I see our defense is struggling right now. So let me let me make this conscious decision right here to say, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna pound the ball today. 
Exactly. That's that's what that's what head coaches do. I mean, yeah. I guarantee you Belichick got in McDaniel's ear and said, Hey dude, oh yeah, this is what we're doing. I don't care what you say, I don't care what Tom says, this is what we're doing. You're right. Yeah. And look for everyone who's listening, all right. Let us know if you're team lethal and Josh on this situation or team Reggie and Eric. Clearly, you're gonna be <laughs> me. And y'all, Josh. y'all met at the guy that brought the best season in Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, I can do it that bad as long as we holding the Super Bowl trophy. I don't care if it's the best season, as long as it ends with a Super Bowl ring. I don't care if we the seventh best offense in NFL history. I don't care for that. Long we could be damn twelfth best um, offense of that year. As long as we we hosting that Lombardi at the end of the year. That's all that matters to me. Yo, yo. Ain't no ring on this finger. All right. What does that mean? But but again, it's not. Yeah, again, it's solely not on on Shanahan, though. So that's what I was trying to say. It is. It is. It is. It is. He gets healthy portion of the blame, but it's not on. He okay. He gets sixty-five. How about that? Ninety-five percent. Ninety-five percent. What did I just say? Didn't I just say 95%? If Dan Quinn getting 5% of that blame, then something wrong, man. <laughs> something wrong. Why you <laughs> what I said, okay? Now, we got crazy people talking. Well, they're not, they may. Well, they are all crazy. All right. Julio and these injuries. Oh, people boy. now want to <laughs> They want him nah. out. They just asked for him to get that big ass extension, and now they want him gone. That's injured. That's why it took me a minute to come on because my brother and my cousin they were texting like, "Oh, my cousin was like, well, Julio just quit on y'all." Like he, he like like dude like like one. We didn't even give this man proper rest to heal his yeah. hammy. Then we 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 played him again, and it got worse. Like he cannot. You, I would say, hand me, give him at least a good month, and then see what happens. First month, there's there's three if, if, there's three injuries that can literally linger for an entire year: a concussion, hamstring, and a groin. Those things can linger for sixteen games, and you cannot play around with it. Like you can, he and he did it. He he got out there, he gutted it out last week, mm-hmm. but then obviously it wasn't healed. Like that's just it. Honestly, man, that man hamstring probably won't be healed until the well into the offseason. Exactly. So because we waited so late to 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 actually rest him. Yeah. And then the fact that Raheem said how many times Julio even had a full 16 game season? Well, that that was another thing too. That's that's what my brother and my my cousin were saying. They was like, Well, well, we we got him pay Julio 20 mil a year and when was the last time he played a full season? I when, I was paying him twenty million a year. You're best receiver in the league. We're healthy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just used to the fact that he's not going to play 16 games. Yeah. Right. And, and and that's the thing. You know, I'm like we, but we've been conditioned. Even when he came into the league, you know, you you saw it, mm-hmm. but you didn't see he missed it. Right year. But oh yeah, you know. And then as the years went on, you just like oh well, you know, we expect this, you know. Yeah. But as long as you know, as long as he goes out there and perform, which he does when he's like you said, when he's healthy, he goes out there. And of course, 
don't let him get to the playoffs. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, turned, he, he turned on God mode. You know, and he, that, he, ain't he nobody turned those sliders, yeah. And, and that, that's and, literally and, what, what and, I was talking my, my and that's what, I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to cut you, but that's my issue right there. I'm like, man, I just, I just, oh my, no, go ahead. I just like, man, I just want to get. That's all I wanted for us to do to get Julio to the playoffs because we know no, what's no. gonna happen when he get to the playoffs. Damn, the exactly. He's gonna go out there and and, and kill everybody. <laughs> exactly, and that, that that's what oh, yeah, what my cousin saying. He's like, well, over the last three years, he has like 17 touchdowns. But I'm like, I'm like. Okay, so do you think really is is a is a better wide receiver because he has more touchdowns over the last three years than Julio? And my thing is like again, like how you said, Reggie, if we get Julio in the playoffs, he's going to score more often than not in the playoffs than he does in the yeah. regular because because again, he turns up a notch in the playoffs. Huh. But again, like, like how Eric said, we're so accustomed to to now. I feel like okay, Julio may miss one or two games a year. Whoop to do. That's where we're at yeah. with him. Yeah. But again, if we get to the playoffs. He gonna kill whoever is out there. Grab, uh, check it. And then, um, my brother or my cousin is like, "Well, we're paying all this money, and he doesn't make the catch that we need him to, to make at times." But it's like, okay, yeah, if you're if you're gonna base that one that Eagles game off 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 of this, off this all crap. like that that's that's crazy because again, yeah. one it was a dumb play call, and then two. Okay, that's one catch out of how many times Julio did dominate in the playoffs? The Eagles game from last year when he caught the bubble screen and took it to the house, take the lead. <laughs> well, yeah. whether, I, I guess the, the way he worded it was like in in playoffs or, or whatever. But my thing is like Julio shows up more often than and not in the Julio playoffs. Never been in that situation in the playoffs where he had to miss that type of catch because he's exactly. killing. He's kill, He's killing cats. He didn't need to make that catch when they up thirty five nothing against the Packers. I, I don't understand. Like that's if, if that's what it's based on, then, then what are we doing? He don't need to exactly. be, he don't need yeah. to be putting up three hundred yards on. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's but but that's why I said his his regular season at the, like you said at this point in his career regular season. I don't care about the regular season no more. I just want to get just do everything. If Julio has to sit the whole regular season or play at least about three or four games, you know, get him. Get him, get him in his game shape. Yeah. I don't care. Just get him. As, as, and we're in playoff contention. Man, just give me enough to make sure he's available for that first playoff game. So yeah. I'm at this. I'm at this point in 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 my life or in his career where I can say, oh, he don't need to prove anything to anybody. You know, everybody hates on him because he doesn't make enough touchdowns. I mean, hell, shit, you can't make a touchdown if you triple. Uh, team, double team, and all in the end zone when everybody knows that you are an obvious threat to them on the uh, exactly. why does so he need, why, why does yeah. he need to call the touchdowns when Calvin on the other side? That's the thing. But that, but you yeah. and and that's the thing. Like I like but, I said, it doesn't matter to me. You know when people bring up touchdown, I'm like man, he did enough. His his body of work shows that he doesn't. I don't care what what happens. You know he he's he's. He's established himself. He's an established guy. So, right. you know, y'all can miss me with that, with the touchdowns and all that. You know, Field Michael Tum, yeah, all that. So. Number one all time in yards per game. Yeah. And like we only receiver like, has 250 plus receiving yards. Exactly. And like me and Josh said uh, a couple of weeks ago, the man only 3,000 yards from being number three to T.O. Uh, on the all time list. So, 
Yep. Come on now. And it's attainable. The only thing yep. you have to do is keep him healthy. That's the only but, thing. But, but that's that's the cra- that's that shows how great he is. With all the games that he's missed, this man is, is, is three thousand yards away from being third all time. Right. And receiving yards. That that alone should just show you how great he is. But again, since we're losing, like people, people yeah, just want everything to turn on comes bad. Yeah. Everything's yeah. all bad. Sure. Everybody needs to go. Yada yada yada. He's the only receiver in NFL history to have six consecutive fourteen hundred yard seasons. Nobody else. Nobody. 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 But you know, but folks like to pick and choose what they want to be mad about. So right. that's where then that's why and that's the irritating part though. So last week it was Julio, people were turning on him. This week is Matt. Next week it may be someone different. I mean, this is what we have to expect when we have a losing season that we have this like 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 how we have now. He still yep. can get a thousand yard season this year. He'll, he has seven hundred seventy yards. Yeah. Oh, dang. He's like, <laughs> he still can. He's close. He's but honestly, yeah, I mean he could, but at this point, man, no, I, 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 I don't want to see him. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I wanna, yeah. I just want him. I just want to, you know, like I said, he doesn't have to prove anything to me no more. He, yeah. he, he done yeah. everything that he possibly could do. So. Yeah. I get it. You know, they want to sit him. That's fine. I understand. Yeah, and but see, and it's and it's also I think it started, you know, because you know I remember I said the last a few weeks ago, you know, in a year or two, with GM, the new GM, when they open up these contracts, look at these contracts. You remember I said this on the on, on the uh, podcast last time. You know, folks, I think folks kind of ran with it. You know, I was like, there's gonna be. A, I don't think Julio is gonna be gonna retire with one team. That's just my opinion. You oh. know, I think you know, I think he I think he I think he does eventually play with one more team before he does call it quits. But you know, I think when I said that, I think people kind of ran with it and uh and, and kind of said that, oh, you know, Reggie, you know, it's like, oh man, get rid of Julio. Nah, I didn't say get yeah. rid of him, but yeah. at the same time, I'm just being it's a realistic point, you know, there's gonna probably come a time. Whenever like, well, you know, especially looking at his uh, injuries, they're gonna say, well, dang, you know, you know, they're not thinking like us. They're gonna be like, well, dang, you know, he he hasn't been on the field for a guy who's supposed to be our our, our number one. Exactly. You know, so I'm like, man, look, I don't want him to go, but at the same time, I realistically, you know, we see how we see it happen. You know, there's very few players in the league that actually stick with their one team. So same for Matt. You know, I'm. I don't want Matt to go, but you know they're facing against time, or in this case, you know their performance is not matching up with, you know how they're getting paid. That's what I'm thinking, and they're gonna eventually be like, well, you know, we're gonna as soon as we can um, ease some of this cap hit off, we might rethink your position, and, you know, and see what we can do with that. So, yeah. That's just my little two cents, but at the same time, man, I don't want Julio to go. Well, I guess Matt. I think we can. I think we can say a lot of that depends on what happens next year, right? Yeah. When it comes, and, to and, and, you know, and and that, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, man. They have they have enough of a makeup where a, a, a coach can come in and say, "Hey, there's there's enough here for me to win now." I mean, I got a veteran quarterback. Yeah. I got a I got a nice duo at receiver. I got a veteran with offensive line. I got a couple guys on defense that I can I can roll with. Like I can fix a few things here and there. We can win ten games next year and get back into the playoff picture. Um, yeah. I think a lot of that 
they depend on that. Like he may Julio may actually see it and say, "Hey, we're we're really not that far." And to be quite honest with you, I mean, I know getting a new head coach and GM is is a, a great task and responsibility, but they're mm-hmm. really not that far away from being a playoff team. We we're we're in the playoff talks right now. We had company coaching right now. Yeah. So if we get a, like you say, if we get a legit coach, we're I feel like we're back in the picture next year. I feel like that. I, I feel that way too. I mean, of course, there still needs to be some personnel changes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, and, and and that's the first and foremost thing. What happens after that last game, going into the off season? Who do we pick, and who do that? head coach pick for his staff so that's where i'm like that's that's the big that's the biggest thing coming up right now is who arthur blank picks as his head coach and who do uh the head coach pick as his staff members to make this team because yeah we 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 definitely can do it we just gotta it, it just depends on who we're getting on the personnel wise i mean i think there's a few names that that you know we can we can for sure say is Probably not around next year. You know, I, I think Ricardo Allen is one of those guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't say you can't say his name. We don't say his name. We don't say his name. We just say thirty-seven. That's what they don't. I, I can't. I, I, I can't say his name. I should I'm not. I'm not saying man. like he. Yeah, I'm not I, saying his name, man. I, but I, yeah, you're right. He's de- he's definitely on my list of of, of gone. So. Yeah. Rico, no. I still love you. Okay, forget them. All right. I, I, I mean, you still love him. I like him as a person. He's but just back there. He's I'm, not. I, he's I, not contributing to the defense in any shape, form, or fashion, man. Like you, we can't have any emotion. Do you want to win, or do you want to just be uh, like a fan of, the, of 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 liking players? You know, we want to win. But, like, I mean, but see, that's the part of realism of, of having to, you know, have to face the uh, the music, man, because, right. you know, I don't, I you know, I, I want to win, you know, so. I'll face the music. I'm just not ready today. No, it's, and it's <laughs> to the point where it's like, I see why Smitty just had Rico on the, on, on the uh, practice squad, because he, and what is he doing? Like, he had that one, one good year. Or one and a half years. A long time ago. A long time ago. (laughs) He came out of nowhere, Pete, and then now he just back to to being trash. I don't, yeah, I don't I don't see it, man. I I don't see it. With the the type of responsibilities that he has on his defense, you need a guy, honestly, that needs to be a difference maker. You need a guy that that can really flip a game because you're talking about a position that you're going to see plenty of single high safety look, and you're really going to have to ask that. You're going to have right. to have athletes both from south mm-hmm. at the you know at the drop of the hat. And I can't, I can't get. If they were playing a scheme that incorporates a lot of you know deep two half coverage, yeah, he might be he might, he might be serviceable, but mm-hmm. no man, I need a guy back there that is going to. He's gonna make the he's gonna make quarterbacks, you know, second guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it just sucks. I think Rico would be a great coach too. Uh, he, he he might be, but we don't need him as a player. 
Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I yeah. agree. And um, last like week, ambassador or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so last week someone asked me why I'd be making faces at stuff that I shouldn't be making faces at. It's not about what they're saying. It's about what Marcus is saying in the comments. Right. So I read the comments while they're talking to see what I should put on the screen. And he says the most asinine shit. So though that's what most of my faces are, reading his fucking comments while they're talking. So Marcus, get off of here. I I just told him I was going to unban him. And now I just... I just can't wait till the Colts lose if they make the playoffs. Yeah, Marcus Marcus is a little troll, man. Yeah, Marcus is a troll. He's a Colts fan and a Falcon. Don't worry, man. Philip Rivers gonna let you down the playoffs, dog. Don't worry about that. Yeah, just get him, Eric. Don't worry about that. I'm just waiting. Philip Rivers gonna add him over to the playoffs. I don't, I don't fucking wolf you right now. Okay, you're getting on my nerves. In these comments. All right. So next week we have a game. And shout out to whoever this is. I'm not 100% sure how I'm supposed to say your name. But whoever you are, you've been in these comments like this whole time. So shout out to you and you're a Bucks fan. All right. We're going to answer your question. No. They're going to get their teeth kicked in. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm afraid. Like, Rojo, he may have like 150 on this, honestly. Yeah, Matt, Matt going to have, I think Matt might have another worst game this week. Oh, Matt, oh, man. Oh, that all going to get killed. That beats a line. Yeah, then that, that's why I'm like, I think Matt. Matt we, we, had, should, we, we should might as well start shop, honestly. If they, yeah, if they thinking folks are going to be mad today, wait the next week. Come next week. Yeah. And you see what they did today to Minnesota. Yeah. Man, and they, 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 they play, they, they, they start off slow against Minnesota. So they, yeah. they really could be on our ass come next week. Yeah. And that's sad. That's, a, <laughs> that's sad to say. But, hey. I might be. ESPN game cast out. Two weeks from now, you know they got they got that road game in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, oh but but they can, I think Kansas City they, they get well they clinched their division tonight today. Hopefully, it, hopefully next week they they get the number one seed, and then right. they, need to, they need to clinch home field. And if yeah. they clinch home field, then they'll probably rest. But yeah. I don't know who they got. They have New Orleans next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. They they not gonna rest against us. I don't because that's week what sixteen. They still have week seventeen, and then with that that yeah. time off with the number one seed, they're not gonna rest against us. Hopefully, they play they play a half with the starters, and then sit him. <laughs> Man, shoot, man. I'll put the B team on us uh, in two weeks, man, for real. <laughs> and it's sad to say, but yeah, man, I, I, I yeah, I'd rather do them. If I was the Chiefs, I'm resting them uh, after the Saints game. I don't know if I'm ready to see Kendall Sheffield get messed up beat with Tyreek. I don't think I'm ready. 
Man, oh, man. And then you gotta worry about Miko. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Tyreek. Yeah, Tyreek gonna smoke, man. They both have yeah, him and Miko might uh, <laughs> have a party on um, the defense this week. I mean, uh, the, the, Georgia, the Georgia boys. What yeah. Georgia boys? Yeah, yeah with Tyreek. Yeah, both of them from. Yeah, they they gonna, yeah. They gonna kill the <laughs> kill the whole yeah. team. Bro. Yeah, man. Who's yeah. G Money? G Money's putting money on the Falcons to win. Man, God bless, brother. Yeah, I'm, man. God bless. I'm so y'all, know, y'all don't know who G Money is? Nah. That's South Breeze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's South Breeze. You know he be tripping sometimes. <laughs> Just go. Don't do that. Don't put that back. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> three, three more weeks and and and, and we out of here, man. Three more weeks. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think yeah. the is gonna be a lot more exciting. Than- yeah, and that's sad, and that's that's yeah. where I'm like really where I'm at right now, man. I'm just like I'm ready to just see what the offense. Uh, I mean, off season is going to uh, bring because that is the most intriguing storyline right now that we have. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see um, if y'all out there are going to watch this game. Let us know. I don't know if I'm going to watch it, especially with my fucking streams acting up all the time. You know, like, we're just going to pray. We just need to have a a prayer session before. Prayer session, universe session, you know, whatever into it. We're gonna need the entire KC team to contract the COVID. Okay. <laughs> Outside of that, it's not gonna be a good look. Come, come. They've been through all year. Ain't there's no predators gonna save this team. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> as we see, Raheem is just as incompetent as DQ is. This this is yeah. a historic season. The way that they lost these games. They ain't no way. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Josh, you need to answer Marcus's question. Yeah. If he asks this again next week, I wear dad hats. Okay, they're one size all. I'm not wearing that straw hat, Marcus. Okay, so pick <laughs> another hat. And Josh lost a bet to Marcus, oh, and now he has to wear a Colts hat. I I told him that um, I wasn't eat any more sweets for the rest of the year. So on Thanksgiving, I had like. We could say the equivalent of two full sweet potato pies. Jesus. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. You ate two pies by yourself? Maybe. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. Look, man, I love sweet potato pie, man. Okay? Like, it was there. You know, you remember the Jamie Foxx uh, episode? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Like they was, they was talking to me. They was calling my name. You know, I was like, I can't but do this. Whole two pies, though, bro. Whole pies. My girl, mama, she made the pies, man. I, I blame her. Okay, I'm, I'm the victim. I'm the victim. I'm surprised okay? you didn't have How a sugar attack, man. How many days did it take you to eat two pies? Um. Okay, I was spacing it out. Oh my god. So I'll say like a week. So you're gonna do it again in the next few weeks? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh, Look, man, the pies were good, man. 
Hey man, I ain't mad at you, but I'm just saying though. Two pies, dog. Two pies. Two pies. Man, two pies, yeah, man. her mom made six pies, and we, we had two. That well, no, we had like three. Wait, why she six pies? That's a yeah. lot of pies. Well, 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 because it's it's for my girl siblings. She has like uh, she has five siblings, so she made pies for them, and like they took their pies home, and it was like three left here. So you know. Mathematics, you know, I took two of them to myself, man. Yeah, Marcus, what? Why do you want him shirtless? Why you want no, Marcus? No, that's that's weird, man. Like, why do you want a shirtless? That's weird. It stays questionable things, okay? But yeah, that's why I have to wear this cause hat because. I couldn't like stay away from the pie. Two, the two pies. Hey, I can understand a slice. Damn, bro. Yeah. Who eats one slice of sweet potato pie? Shit, you man. eat a I couple, do. but you know. Maybe one or two. Maybe two. Nah. Nope. I, I love sweet potato pie, man, but I just can't yeah. eat no two whole pies. Man, man it, they they was there. Like what what, what was I, I mean? I get it. I get you. I get you, man. No, no I, I get don't. you. Trust me. I, 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 I get you, but I just ah, you you could have <laughs> took one, you know, to eighty five and twenty where the homeless guys were. You could have took a half one. Pizza. Yeah, yeah. grass. Man. I don't know why you did that. They weren't doing nothing to nobody. Oh man, I mean, you got took one of them. I love sweet potato pie since I was little, man. Like I, that's that's one thing that I would you just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was <laughs> <laughs> Now he wants you shirtless and eating pie. Okay. You might be in the picture of me straightly eating a piece of pie, Marcus. That's weird, man. Marcus right, got issues. Any more to hold up, too, bro. That's right. I, I tried to overlook that comment. <laughs> Marcus got issues, y'all. If y'all want to see the comments, you got to be, you got to subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. All right. Oh. Nasty. That's nasty, though. Stop. For real. <laughs> It's Marcus. Trust me. He, he'll probably follow you. Watch. And then you're just going to regret it. Right. Regret it for the rest of your life. You like, like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what? Candy corn is not for serial killers because I ain't never killed nobody. Um, me either. So shut your mouth. Right? <laughs> shut your mouth. Candy corn is All right. See, now Eric is tripping. And he's our special guest. So I'm going to try to just right. stay calm and end this without good. going off on air. <laughs> candy corn is fucking delicious. Y'all know oh. I love some candy corn. So, okay. We'll start off with Eric since he's our special guest of today, tonight, whatever. Um, do you have any shout outs for the people out there or let the people know where what you do and you know all that good shit. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Eric underscore Robinson. Um, if you don't know by now, I am a writer for the Fopaholic, so whenever you get a chance, head over to the Fopaholic. A lot of good stuff. Uh, pretty much everything, everything covered from the draft, game reviews, fantasy, fantasy, uh, fantasy input and stuff like that. So yeah, check us out. Yeah. Gang, gang. Reggie, you got any shout outs? 
Man, nah, man, just like you guys as usual, man. And yeah, man, yeah, follow Eric, man. That's that's a good read, a good follow, man. I be, I, I like when he, he break down the film and stuff too, man. So yeah, follow him, follow DBN, report. Yeah, man. Nah, that's my yes. shout outs for today. Sorry, y'all. I read the comments again, and now I regret it. That was why I made the face. Josh, you got any shout out? <laughs> um, like I said, Jason, my little boy, uh, my baby, um, Nina, and my sweet potato pies. Like, y- y'all got to taste them, man. Y'all- you already ate them. Why you giving a shout out? I'm saying... If, if, he if he's scheming for this week, I mean, two weeks. <laughs> if I want to share the next one, then y'all see what I'm talking about. But them pies, man, they 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 addictive. But yeah, um, DVN, thank you, Eric, for uh, for coming on. And y'all follow Eric, great content. And um, yeah, that's it. No, not shout out to the people who want to keep Raheem. No, <laughs> no, no shout out to them. No. Breeze, shout out, shout out to the people that wanted to keep Raheem. And he called y'all clowns. So <laughs> him at South Breeze 706. Um, and shout out to Twitter for finally fucking giving us our original account back that we worked so hard to build. Yes. So during what was it? Which which fucking one was it? I guess I think I think it was uh George Floyd. Um I tweeted out on that account. I tweeted out something. I don't even remember, but racists got mad and shut our account down. So we did not get it back from that situation until like, what, three days ago? So we have two accounts now and we're just going to keep them both open just in case it happens again. We were literally locked out and Twitter would not, they would not give me that account back. I was very upset. But now it's back. And I'm like, I don't know. We're just going to keep both accounts open. And um, Breeze is probably going to, I think he's going to take over the now new account. I don't know. We're just keeping both accounts open. Okay, people. So follow both accounts just in case one of the accounts gets locked again. I guess we can't (laughs) tweet about Black Lives Matter on either account anymore. but you know we'll say it on this fucking show because we're all black and fuck y'all that don't like it. Um, what else did I want to shout out? Oh, we have merch. So if you can't afford the merch like myself right now because I'm unemployed, so I can't even afford my own merch. Uh, you could support our Patreon. It's as little as a dollar, like a dollar, a fucking dollar. Okay, if you give us a dollar, we can hire writers. Because right now, if you want to write for us, you can, but we can't pay you. <laughs> so, if you want uh, to, yeah, support us on Patreon and all that good shit. And did I have any other announcements? Oh, so Chris, subscribe to this fucking YouTube channel. It's not hard and it's free. Click the fucking button. We are going to give any one of you who is a subscriber, once we hit 100, subscribers we're at like 76 right now when we hit 100 we're going to give away a free falcons jersey of your choice we are going to buy you a brand new jersey 
like not from China, like not one of them AliExpress ones, like an actual fucking jersey. So hit the subscribe button. And as usual, we thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Eric, so much for joining us. I really didn't think you would join us. That's why I never asked you before, because you know, you'd be like famous and stuff, you know. And we <laughs> we we just trying to do our thing, you know what I'm saying? We <laughs> a little bit but i really 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 appreciate you for coming on i know south breeze does too he's somewhere in thomas he probably loves and thank you reggie for joining us again jocelyn he's always here whatever (laughs) (laughs) and on that note georgia fucking vote god fucking damn it vote okay now we're out